0: What's happening, everybody? On today's show, a dramatic Liberty Bowl as Arkansas survives quite a scare from Kansas. Texas Tech takes it to Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl, and Kayshawn Booty decides he's going pro after all at LSU. It was a busy first night of SEC hoops. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is up everybody, welcome into Locked on SEC, I'm Chris Gordy, thanks for making us your first listen every day, remember Locked on SEC is free and available on all platforms including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com, plenty to jump into, let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right, intercepts, the, the ball, what a catch! Around the conference. And we start with the Liberty Bowl, Sam Pittman and the Arkansas Razorbacks. Well, looked like they were gonna run away with this thing early on against Kansas, and the Jayhawks would not go away. Kansas trailed by 15 with 105 to go before scoring a touchdown, getting an onside kick, scoring again, and getting a two-point conversion to send this thing to overtime. Uh, Arkansas had the ball in midfield with a couple seconds left. Instead of taking a the shot, they ran the ball. And so you go to overtime, both teams score an OT. Both teams score double OT. And in triple overtime after the Razorbacks have a successful two-point conversion, Kansas's attempt fails, and Arkansas ultimately wins this one 55-53. Now, Arkansas thought they had a stop on the two-point attempt in double OT, but targeting was called on the tackle. And the refs, they just made a lot of bad calls in this one, a lot of calls that went against the Hogs. Nothing new for Arkansas fans. Uh, saw a lot of you on social media saying... Yeah, it's about the norm for Arkansas. Ref's always against us, but after the game, Sam Pittman giving credit to the Jayhawks, adding, he's very proud of his team. He said, you know, we did what we had to do at the end of this game. Should have put it away 30 minutes ago with 30 minutes uh, left in the game, but uh, give Kansas a lot of credit. They fought their butts off. Now, Arkansas star running back Rocket Sanders, he left Wednesday night's game with an ankle injury, uh, left early in the first quarter, Had just three carries for 17 yards before he went to the locker room. Also starting offensive lineman Tykeus Crawford had to be uh, carted off the field. But the star of the night was K.J. Jefferson. He was absolutely outstanding. 19 for 29 for 287 yards with two touchdowns uh, through the air. And then he was the leading rusher with 14 carries for 130 yards and two rushing touchdowns. He did have a pick, but... This is maybe a glimpse of, again, what the Hogs are going to have coming back next year. You know K.J. Jefferson is coming back. He's already made that announcement. Can he take his game to the next level even more so next year? Can he be that dominant playmaker? SEC is losing a lot of experienced quarterbacks this offseason. Can K.J. be that guy next year that everybody's going to be listing as, you know, preseason first or second team all-SEC quarterback? We will see, but this is a tremendous Start going into the offseason as uh, he put the team on his back in this one and made play after play after play. Now, with Rocket Sanders out, Rashad dubinian he had 112 yards rushing with two scores himself, and Matt Landers led the way receiving with three catches for 121 yards and a touchdown. Defensively, Dwight McLaughlin and Quincy McAdoo both had interceptions. It was an ugly win, don't get me wrong. Arkansas really blew a big lead in this one to even give Kansas a chance to, to even take it to overtime. But a win is a win. And the Hogs finish the season at 7-6 and six, winning the Liberty Bowl. Now I saw some folks on social media, Arkansas fans, very split. There were some who were happy about the win and say alright, let's take this positivity into the offseason. There were others who are not satisfied with this. They think Sam Pittman should be elevating this program above you know, record hovering right around 500. Uh, they want nine and ten win seasons at Arkansas. They want to compete for the SEC West, get to Atlanta. That's why they brought Sam Pittman in. That's what the expectations are. And I'll tell you this, with the pieces they got coming back next year, it's always going to be a tough schedule, but expectations should be that Arkansas is a contender in the SEC West next year some Arkansas fans saying, is he Brett a 2.0? We'll see. But, again, you finish the season on a high note with a win. That's always a good thing. And we'll have plenty of stuff to talk about with this Arkansas Razorbacks team heading into the offseason. And uh, congrats to the Hogs and KJ Jefferson on a win in the Liberty Bowl. Now, meanwhile, in the Texas Bowl. Talk about ugly. Uh, we know Lane Kiffin, one of the most aggressive coaches in college football, always wanting to go for it on fourth downs. But, man, was it to their detriment on Wednesday night against Texas Tech. In the first half, Ole Miss was one for five on fourth downs. They had a fake punt that that failed. Several other attempts that just came up short. The only successful conversion came uh, from the 11-yard line where Jackson Dart then threw one of his first, two, uh, first half interceptions. Troy Brown was ejected from this one after targeting in the first half. Laid out a hit on the sliding Texas Tech quarterback that resulted in him getting ejected. It was just a disastrous first half for the Rebels. They trailed 10-7 after the first quarter before getting shut out in the second quarter and trailed 26-7 at halftime. Like we mentioned, Jackson Dart with the two first-half interceptions. They had another unsuccessful fourth-down attempt in the third quarter, so that brought them to one for six on fourth downs. They were able to get it to 26 to 13 within striking distance before the Red Raiders put up yet another touchdown drive at the start of the fourth to make it 32 to 13. Then they got another field goal to make it 35 to 13. It just felt like everything the Rebels did throughout the night, they shot themselves in the foot. And the Ole Miss Rebels now fall. To eight and five on the season, a team that started this year 7-0, ranked in the top 10. I think what got all the way up to number seven in the country. They lose five of their last six games, including four straight. And with all that drama a few weeks ago about Lane Kiffin possibly leaving for Auburn. Yeah, he's back, but he's got a lot of work to do this offseason to help earn back the excitement of the fan base. With an underwhelming national signing day. And then just stumbling down the stretch of the season. You've got Quinshawn Judkins. You've got one of the best uh, stars of college football. as a true freshman. He's coming back next year. And uh, something to build around. Jackson Dart, very inconsistent throughout the season. There were times where he flashed brilliance. There were times where he didn't look so great. So, it's going to be an open competition. A quarterback. We know Luke Altmyer's in the transfer portal. We know they'll have some weapons at wide receiver, some uh, recruits coming in, some guys coming in through the transfer portal, but a lot of things to figure out for Ole Miss going into this season and fully expect Lane Kiffin to dive head first back into that transfer portal and start exploring his options again. But uh, with the loss, the SEC now 1-3 in, in the bowl games. Florida got it started with their blowout loss versus Oregon State. And Mizzou took their loss. Arkansas nearly tried to give their Liberty Bowl game away, but they get the win, and Ole Miss loses to Texas Tech. So now here we are, 1-3 with some big, big games coming up this weekend for the SEC. We'll see if we can get back on the winning side of things. We're going to get back into going around the conference here in just a second, but thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. This episode is brought to you by our friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting information, uh, stats, news, and analysis. You can get all the latest odds and trends for every pro and amateur league out there from pro football, of course, the bowl season, all the games happening this weekend. They got them all up there for you at BetOnline. They've even got college basketball, NBA, all of it up at BetOnline.net. They even have podcasts if you want to check those out. It is always the fastest and easiest way for you to get all your sports betting information. Head on over to their website today. You can do so on your mobile device to learn more. It is BetOnline. It is where the game starts. Go check them out today. Get in all the bull action happening this weekend all the SEC games. they got the lines up there for you at BetOnline and BetOnline.net. <laughs> All right, roll along here. Locked on SEC, and we got to jump back into it because we got a lot we got to discuss when we were going around the conference. Started with the two bowl results from Wednesday night, but uh, it was reported early Wednesday that uh, LSU star wide receiver Kayshawn Bute is going to miss the LSU bowl game, the Citrus Bowl against Purdue on Monday. LSU simply said he would not be available with Booty having announced earlier this month that he planned to stay in Baton Rouge for another year. Well, things changed on Wednesday evening. Booty announced on his social media that he's going to forgo his final season after all and enter the NFL Draft. He tweeted out, After careful thoughts and consideration, I will be de- declaring for the NFL Draft. He ends this year with 48 catches for over 500 yards and two touchdowns. Missed a couple games here and there. Head coach Brian Kelly. He released a statement on the sudden departure on Wednesday evening as well. He tweeted, We support Kayshawn in his decision. He went through a thoughtful process and ultimately decided this was in his best interest. We appreciate all he did during his time at LSU and we wish him well. Now, there was some thought that, you know, he was getting an NIL deal. There was a local attorney in Baton Rouge paying a lot of the kids NIL deals, and they had paid he had paid Kayshawn Bouti this past season, and the thought was he was going to step up and pay him to come back for his senior season. It seemed to be a lot of excitement there, but talking with some folks around NFL draft circles, this is a really, really weak wide receiver class. And so you have to wonder if Kayshaun Booty kind of looked at it and evaluated everything, talked to the folks at Durham and said, look, if you come out in this draft, you're going to be one of the best wide receivers in this group. You know, you go perform well at the Combine, have a good pro day. First round is definitely in play for you. So, did he maybe rush the gun there in making a, uh, an announcement two weeks ago? I'm coming back to LSU. Probably. It's okay to take your time. Nobody's rushing you to make a statement. But uh, Sean Booty, after all, heading off to the draft. Now, you know, not as big of a Sting to LSU, as you would think. They've got Malik Neighbors coming back. He was their leading receiver for all of this season. Got some kids coming into the uh, in this recruiting class. So it seems like LSU is going to be fine. But just an odd situation where two weeks ago, Booty announces on his social media, hey, guys, I'm coming back. Only for two weeks later you go, oh, wait, no, second thought, I'm going to the NFL draft. Uh, LSU and Purdue, by the way, suffering from some opt-outs ahead of the Citrus Bowl on Monday. The Boilermakers are going to be without their quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, their star wide receiver, Charlie Jones, their best tight end in Payne Durham, and oh, by the way, their head coach, and Jeff Brom, who is on the way out. So LSU, a heavy favorite in that one coming up on Monday in the Citrus Bowl. Over at Alabama, we know that uh, Nick Saban and company are uh, hoping to – Put an exclamation point on the end of their season and finish on a strong note with a win against the uh, Kansas State Wildcats coming up in the Sugar Bowl. And Bill O'Brien—it's been a interesting topic when you talk about Alabama and the inconsistency with their offense. We'll put it that way. Uh, Bill O'Brien talking with the media on Wednesday at the Sugar Bowl press conference, and he was asked about would he have any interest in leaving this offseason to take the offensive coordinator job with the New England Patriots, as there have been some rumors out and about about that. Uh, O'Brien said, I don't really pay attention to those things. Sorry. I don't know what the criticism would be. Uh, He said, the focus for me and for this coaching staff, for these players, has really been on these games that we're playing. I haven't spoken to anybody in New England since probably last April. Uh, O'Brien's two-year contract expires after this season, and there's been no talk of Alabama wanting to re-up him. O'Brien uh, went on to say, I wish the Patriots well in their last however many games they have left, but we're really focused on this game and coaching this team to the best of our ability. So, sounding like Bill O'Brien, probably going to be on his way out. Going back to New England, rejoined Bill Belichick up there, and Nick Saban will be looking for the freshest, hottest name out there to come in and be the new O.C., and lead them to a uh, to victory moving forward. And maybe just some more creativity on the offense. I think that's what Alabama fans have been most frustrated with. Over at Ohio State, they're getting ready to take on Georgia in the college football semifinal on Saturday night. And Jack Sawyer, among Ohio State Buckeyes, throwing out some bulletin board material for the Georgia Bulldogs. He said, quote, I think we got advantages across the board on both sides of the ball. We just got to go out there and execute. His teammate Tommy Eichenberg said the same thing. He said, everywhere we have advantages. I think it just comes down to all of us doing our job, and if we do that, we have a really good chance. Lathan Ramson, Ramson said, uh, yeah, I agree. I think it just comes down to doing your job and executing at the highest level, and I think we should be fine. I'm all for Ohio State having confidence. They should have confidence in this one. But just don't give the Georgia Bulldogs anything any kind of extra bulletin board material, like, yeah, we're uh, we got chances and we got we got advantages in this one. Across the board, we got advantages. Have you seen Georgia's defense? Over at uh, Kentucky, Mark Stoops going to be down another player in the bowl game. DeAndre Square announced Wednesday that he will not play in the Music City Bowl on Saturday against Iowa because of a ling- lingering issue. Uh, He said, I hope I love Kentucky better than I found it. Thank you to everyone who helped me along the way. Big Blue Nation, I'll never stop loving you. Square also wrote, he'll be cheering for the Wildcats, concentrating on the NFL to chase his dreams of going to the NFL. He suffered a lower leg injury in that Tennessee game, missed three games before that, uh, before he returned to play in the win over Louisville to close out the regular season. But uh, DeAndre Square, good, good player for Kentucky in his time there. Over Tennessee, Hendon Hooker not out there on the field, but helping out the Vols behind the behind the scenes. Uh, quarterbacks coach Joey Halsey talking with the media on Wednesday and said that uh, Hendon Hooker is rehabbing from his surgery, but that's not stopping him from helping the Vols prepare for the Orange Bowl. He's in Miami with the team and helping Joe Milton put in the extra work. Halsey said it's pretty special to see. He's Still here, and he's wanting to make sure that we perform well as a team which is unique. He's a unique young man. So uh, shout out to Hendon Hooker. Still there with his team helping out Joe Milton get ready for this game. Now the Vols uh, linebacker Aaron Beasley joined Amari Thomas in announcing they will be sticking around for another season in Knoxville. Uh, Beasley made the announcement on Tuesday morning. It's a big pickup there for Tennessee's defense which will now bring back a couple of key starters. Tyler Barron, another big piece. uh, Tennessee's potential best pass rusher Next season, has not made up in his mind on if he is uh, coming back or going pro. Beasley, by the way, was Tennessee's leading tackler this season with 64 tackles on the year. He also led Tennessee in tackles for loss and quarterback hurries. Uh, one other note on Alabama: they uh, are bringing back, or uh, they're going to lose Cam Latu this offseason heading off to the draft. But uh, they got a tight end through the transfer portal, CJ. Dupree, coming in from Maryland, uh, was rated as the fifth best available tight end in the transfer portal. So we'll see what he does there for the Tide. And over at Auburn, Hugh Freeze picking up a familiar face to join his coaching staff as the receivers coach. Marcus Davis going to be the Auburn new Auburn receiving coach. receivers coach. Davis spent four years at Auburn, finished his career with 650 yards and three touchdowns thank you guys again for making locked on sec your first listen every day coming up next we'll recap the first night of sec on sec hoops to get the college basketball season started but first this episode is presented by our friends at the nhtsa look you're hanging out with some friends putting back a few drinks a few become too many and as the evening comes to a close and people start to head out you think of calling for a ride but you think nah live nearby you can make it home it's no big deal. What are the odds you get pulled pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, or you kill someone. Everyone knows the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. But that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe. Plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Roll along here, Locked On SEC, and it was a busy night of SEC hoops. I mean, we had the two big bowl games that we were keeping an eye on and uh, also had to keep an eye on the SEC basketball site. And there were some good ones, man. Some really entertaining games to get started off. And we start off with uh, Arkansas and LSU. Number nine, Arkansas was at uh, the Pete Maravich Assembly Center there in Baton Rouge. The uh, LSU fans brought it as LSU used some hard defense to get a 60-57 to 57 win over top 10. Arkansas was the first marquee win of the Matt McMahon era at LSU. Trey Hannibal gave the Tigers 19 points off the bench. Over at Mizzou, they improved to 12-1 and one on the season. They've been one of those surprise teams so far this year, but they beat down Kentucky 89-75, to 75, played by double digits throughout much of this one. Oscar Shibwe had 23 points for Kentucky, but Kobe Brown continues to be one of the stars of this early college basketball season. Kobe Brown led the way for the Tigers, 30 points and six rebounds. He was four of eight from three. And Mizzou starting off 1-0 in the SEC, 12-1 overall, and uh-oh time in Lexington as Kentucky. Some disappointing losses so far under Coach Calipari. And... If you read social media, there's a lot of Kentucky fans wondering, is it that time? Is it time to move on from Calipari? Keep in mind, he signed a lifetime contract there. But can the Boo Birds and higher decision makers maybe start to pressure him and say, look, you either got to get this thing done and start winning some games or we need you out of here. Hmm. Over at uh, Mississippi State, their fans brought it at the hump, but it was not enough as Alabama gets a nice road win, 78-67. Mark Sears dropped 20 points while Brandon Miller had 19 for the Tide. And The top 10 Alabama Crimson Tide start off 1-0 in the SEC as they keep this thing rolling. They've got a great, great resume and nothing better to start SEC play off with than a top 25 road win in the conference for Bama. Over in uh, over at Oxford, uh, Tennessee, with a nice road win over Ole Miss, 63 to 59. I know Ole Miss not that great this year, but Vescovi leading Tennessee with 22 points, while Jonas Adu pulled down 13 rebounds. Tennessee gets a road win to start off SEC play at Ole Miss. That's a top 10 team in Tennessee. Auburn. They survived a scare at home from Florida with Wendell Green and Johnny Broom leading the way, each with 14 points. So the Auburn Tigers, top 20 team. They start off 1-0 in the SEC. And Georgia not playing in the SEC. They took on 5-5 Ryder and uh, they made 13 three-pointers to hold off Ryder 78-72. So, uh, obviously not everybody was in action on Wednesday night, but a good majority of the conference. And some nice victories there. Uh, like I said, LSU with a nice home win upset of Arkansas. Uh, Missouri with a nice home upset win over Kentucky. And, uh, again, big gutty road win for Alabama to go in at Mississippi State. And Auburn gutting one out against Florida, Tennessee, Tennessee. One out on the road against Ole Miss. And that is the latest going on around the conference. Thank you guys again for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. For your next listen, you can go check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It is available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Chris Gordy. This has been Locked On SEC. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. Our buddy Dan Matthews is going to join us. He's been at Georgia practice all week. We'll get some takeaways from him and find out what the Bulldogs need to do to get a win over Ohio State and advance to get another national championship. Uh, Georgia, you're the SEC's only chance here at uh, winning yet another championship. So, if you like Georgia, you want to root for them, great. If not, you want to see them fail, then that's on you. But uh, we are locked on SEC. We want the SEC to put another trophy in the trophy case. So, We'll be be giving you all the angles on what Georgia needs to do to take care of business against Ohio State. We'll also get some picks from Dan on some of the other SEC games happening this weekend because we've got a ton of other bowl games happening Friday night and uh, all day Saturday before we get into a couple more next week. So that is going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow right here on Locked on SEC.